You have questions? We have answers. We're two Southern moms on the backside of raising kids. And we have some things to say. We've lived life, made mistakes, and learned some lessons. Join us for answers to the questions you, you just, just want to ask your mom. mom. Hey, welcome to another Just Ask Your Mom podcast. I'm Renee Sproles. I'm Bonnie Blaylock. Well, this is episode four in our series called Cultivate. And we're always saying it's so much better to elevate what you're looking for in your children, the virtues, rather than squashing what you don't want, the vices. And so we've been talking about how you can cultivate character in your kids through the years. So well, this week, it happens to be the week after Christmas, and we're talking about joy. Joy Christmas to <laughs> the right. world. Thank you, Renee, for the interlude. <laughs> it's, I'm doing Chevy Chase, you know, right before he plugs in his <laughs> chords. <laughs> if you say so. <laughs> so Christmas is typically the time of year that joy gets mentioned a lot. We're singing that song that Renee just said, sang for us. Kids are opening presents. We're relishing the precious moments with family. It's basically a celebration if it's going well. Right. Um, And then the week after Christmas comes and the dreary gray days of the rest of the winter ensue, January and February are long Mm -hmm. months. And we're in the South. We don't even have it that bad. Yeah. So we, we begin to start wondering like, hey, where did our joy go? So let's take a look at what joy actually is. So while, while happiness is a feeling, like when things are going well, and you're happy about your husband, you have a pleasant dinner with your friends, joy is a deeper sense of purpose and hope. Yeah, so that's when, even though things are gray and dreary, your spouse was grumpy with you, or what you ordered at dinner wasn't that great, you can still have a deep appreciation and gratitude, and you're present in the moment, mm-hmm. just appreciating. One definition of Christian joy that I thought was really interesting um is this it's a good feeling in the soul produced by the holy spirit as he causes us to see the beauty of christ in the world and in the word Mm. that's so good so it's this deep abiding kind of foundational feeling that underscores happiness or sadness that that can go up and down that's gonna go up and down yeah I heard this beautiful sentence yesterday in a sermon that um, has just kind of been resonating in my soul since um, yesterday morning when I heard it. We are all either coming or going with grief. Isn't that the truth? It's just the human condition. That is true. That's right. That's life happens. Suffering happens. You have to expect the ups and downs and the valleys and peaks. Yes. But there is. Yet. Yes. The yet is the cool part. Yeah, the, so you can have that going on the monitor, the up, the waves of up and down, but then there's this abiding mm-hmm. joy underneath it all. Mm-hmm. Well, so yeah, in that sense, as believers, I think we have that sense of purpose and hope, like you mentioned, all yeah. the time. Yeah, even through suffering or trying circumstances, our will to, the, to delight in the Lord cannot be taken away. I watch people these days do this do you watch people i know and there's some i can bring Mm -hmm. come to mind Mm -hmm. immediately who have gone through the worst of times and they have this grace something in them and it's that exactly that yeah that deep and abiding trust and joy i'm trying to take all my lessons in yeah because it's we're all either coming or going 100 percent chance yeah (laughs) yeah so um i love this quote from john piper just looking up um He's some great things to say on joy. We'll link to his, his sermon that I was pulling from. But he says this, 
My soul imparts virtue, right or wrong, to the physical parts of my life. And the Bible clearly says it's right to feel joy in God, or that it's wrong to be anxious about the situation. There's a rightness and a wrongness to these emotions, and these emotions precede bodily movements that follow. The feelings are the movements of the soul. Hmm. So we're feeling these feelings, the movements of our soul, but we can will in our bodies what we choose to do, which includes talking to ourselves, the story we're telling ourselves, um, what we think about. I noticed that, you know, um, just taking every thought captive. Right. Super You can start to catastrophize or spiral if you have a dark thought or a, you know, a despairing moment, which we all have. Or you can just sort of halt that in its tracks and go back to what am I grounded in? Who am I? Yeah. Who has my back? And that's how you that's how you chop that off yeah throw back to our nip it in um, the bud <laughs> nip it nip it what is that from <laughs> andy griffith oh yeah marty nip five. It. <laughs> nip. i'm clark griswold and you're marty five <laughs> i'm really not sure what that says about what is us? wrong with us this morning <laughs> i was thinking throw back to our conversation with nora uh, just about getting curious about yourself this is a great virtue to get curious about yourself right. like why am i feeling happy why am I feeling anxious or sad and then what am I going to do with that Mm -hmm. you know just kind of examining it super helpful yes well I think to me joy is more of a verb Mm -hmm. happy is a feeling emotion like you said it fleeting comes and goes um because we can do something with it we rejoice Ooh. we don't be happy I mean we don't we don't happy (laughs) we rejoice it's kind of a remembering who and what we're rooted in, like we've talked about. Ooh, so good. Uh, lay some scripture on me, Bonnie. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Philippians 4.4. 4. Yeah, so if it's a command. Like, it's like we got to do it. Mm-hmm. And it's and God's not a big old meanie. We can do it and with his help. And isn't it that he wants us? Yes. To be doing yes. the fun stuff? So, yeah, I'm, I, for all of you who are like me, it's not a, intellectually a sent to rejoicing in the Lord. <laughs> it's actually... yeah. Shout for joy to the Lord. We're not brains on a stick. Do it with your body. Yeah. It's in your and your heart follows. You dance. know, it's this interplay. It's this dance. Psalm thirty one, oh, Psalm thirty two, verse eleven. Be glad in the Lord and rejoice. Shout for joy, all you upright in heart. Okay, listen, mm-hmm. moms. I know that we do some shouting, but are we shouting for joy? Oh, Oh, that's such a good point. Yes. It's so fun. We used to, uh, in the mornings before school, occasionally would play like hyped up praise music, like some Mandisa or something like that. <laughs> and that's what I'm talking about. You shout for joy in the house. And that's boy, breakfast, breakfast changes. The whole mood in the house changes mm-hmm. when you're doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, Romans twelve twelve. rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, be constant in prayer. Mm-hmm. Those are all connected. Oh, absolutely, they are. The so Mother Teresa, who can dispute her? Right? Uh, love her. She's so says, wise. Joy is prayer. These are all verbs. Joy is strength. Joy is love. Joy is a net of love by which you can catch souls. Oh, that's true. Whoa. I think that's true. You're pulling people in too. We love to be around joyful people. Not happy people necessarily, but that underlying joy, even through sadness. Yeah. And then this from Sam Storms, joy is not necessarily the absence of suffering. It is the presence of God. Mm-hmm. And a good my favorite Russian author, Leo Tolstoy says, joy can only be real if people look upon their life as a service 
and have a definite object in life outside themselves and their personal happiness. Mm. Yeah. Wise. Wise people. Well, we all know people who are particularly joyful. You can probably bring somebody to mind right now. And it's not that they're never hurt or disappointed. They may even be carrying a tough diagnosis or a heavy loss, like right now. Mm -hmm. But they can cry. They can be sad. They can be frustrated. But there's something about them. They light up a room. Can you think of someone? Mm-hmm. Bet you can. Mm-hmm. Joy is one of the fruits of the Spirit. So it's something we all should be growing and producing. And we should be teaching our children to practice joy. Yeah, when you're thinking, when you say fruit, fruit of the Spirit, I always think gardening, pruning. That I was thinking about that this week. Connected to Jesus, we're each part of the vine of Jesus. And for a grapevine to really bear a lot of fruit, you you, you got to prune. You got to hack it. <laughs> you got to hack out the bad uh-huh. stuff and the dead stuff and the stuff that drags it off the mm-hmm. the trellis. So mm-hmm. what do, what does Jesus need to prune off of me so I can really exercise this muscle of joy? That's do this verb. Great question to ask yourself and your older kids. Yeah. Let's just do a little thought exercise. I don't have an answer. This was not in the script. So no, I don't, I'm, I'm just sitting here thinking. Yeah. That's there's good, something to think about mm-hmm. the rest of the day. So, okay. We want to be practical. I love laying the, the foundation. We got to know what we're talking about. How do we practice joy, Bonnie? Well, first, we know who we are. We're more than just ordinary, run-of-the-mill, average people. Mm-hmm. We are God's children. Mm-hmm. We are, you know royalty in the kingdom basically okay i keep this list on my phone of um like i am Mm -hmm. statements and i'm gonna pull it up here all right so here's just a list i had literally women i have this on my phone so that i can just pull it up at any time um i'm god's child all of these have scripture references i'm christ's friend do you feel like jesus's friend sometimes but sometimes not so much it's true I've been justified. I'm united with Jesus and one spirit with him. I have been bought with a price. I belong to God. I'm a member of Christ's body. I'm a saint, a holy one. I remember having a conversation with a friend who just wouldn't ever agree to call herself that. Mm-hmm. But there it is, sitting right there in <laughs> Ephesians 1.1. 1, 1. I've been adopted as God's child. I have direct access to God through the Holy Spirit. I have been redeemed and forgiven of all my sins. I am complete in Christ. I'm free from condemnation. I'm assured that all things work together for good. I'm free from any condemning charges against me. I cannot be separated from the love of God. I'm confident that the good work God has begun in me will be perfected. I'm a citizen of heaven. I'm hidden with Christ in God. I mean, I could go on and on. These are beautiful. Yeah, it's just full. Scripture is full of all the things that we are. And all the time, we're getting all these messages of the things that we aren't. Mm-hmm. So choose mm-hmm. what you focus on. And, and every person, whether they're in Christ or not, it carries the image of God. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. this beauty in every single human. We image him in, in the ways that he's blessed us with our personalities and our giftings yep. and how we can take our experiences. We were made on purpose for a purpose, mm-hmm. definitely. So another way to practice joy is just recognize, try to be aware and recognize God's hand in your life, even during the most challenging moments, especially maybe during the most challenging Mm -hmm. moments. Just sort of sit back. Where is God right now in my life? 
And sometimes, to be honest, that you might feel like nowhere. Mm. He's invisible. He's silent. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he'll send somebody into your life. Then he'll send a friend knocking on your door. Or he'll send a, you know, you get a text from somebody. I, I, don't discount those moments and those touches. Absolutely. You know, the Israelites, again and again, I remember reading <laughs> when I was a kid, reading like, the, you know, you're really in the Old Testament when you're in Sunday school, when you're a little kid. They tell you all those stories. I remember thinking like, Israel's so silly. Mm. They keep forgetting what God did for them. Like, did they just walked on dry land through a sea that parted. Mm-hmm. And now they're big scared. <laughs> Short-term memory. Come on. I know, but I'm right? no different, honestly. So many times I... I my first impulse is not joy. Mm-hmm. It's fear, anxiety, grief, anger. Right. And I can get down to it. So yeah, like take those thoughts captive. Another thing you can do, mom, is remember that joy multiplies. That person we thought of earlier, they're contagious. So be that person that's spreading joy. Mm-hmm. Bring the good stuff. Okay, number four, your favorite obedience <laughs> I love it <laughs> we can experience God's pleasure rising in us that what that spirit is putting in us if you find yourself stuck in despair obey go love someone mm-hmm. go serve someone mm-hmm. yeah obey obedience is the best teacher moms uh, we can live life with integrity so it's almost impossible to experience deep joy when you're torn in two trying to be someone different than who you were made to be so when you surrender to the task or the talent or the call that you've been given, joy is a guaranteed byproduct. Okay, mm-hmm. certainly I have had seasons of life where God called me out of my comfort zone, out of my giftings. And that was a great time of stretching and growing. But he did not leave me there. Mm-hmm. It was to teach me some things and then move, you know, move along. I do think it's really important to realize that your life shouldn't be lived in a space of <laughs> yes, <laughs> where you're not actually finding deep joy. Right. I, I mean, is there deep joy in motherhood at all times? Exactly. No, but we're, we're, that's a purpose. That's a call. That's a, it's, and it's mm-hmm. very temporary as much as you, as much as you think this is never going to end. It does. Yeah. And it will, and it will change always. It's always changing. So yeah, um, we can still find joy. You can find joy in sweeping a kitchen floor. Mm. You can, you can brother Lawrence did it. Uh, I, I'm just <laughs> reflecting that maybe I haven't experienced that. Now I do remember trying to like harness that discipline, like when I was changing diapers or getting up in the night, you know, like doing this as if I'm doing it for Jesus. Mm-hmm. It has purpose. I mean, Jesus said, "Whatever you do for the least of these, you did do to me." When Jesus came to Paul on the road uh, to Damascus, Saul on the road to Damascus, and he was like. Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And if you think about it, well, Saul never met Jesus face to face till that moment. Mm -hmm. He was killing Christians. Mm -hmm. And so Jesus is clearly saying, like, whatever you do to someone else, you're doing it to me. So it does really help. But I'm just saying I haven't always done it. Well, no, I haven't either. (laughs) It's something to strive for. We're producing. (laughs) With another human, I think it's easier. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm investing in this person. But, you know, but... When it's an inanimate object, like a floor or a toilet. Well, or a, a sink. lot of people would say the same thing about cooking that it's drudgery, it's terrible, I hate coming mm-hmm. up with menus, whatever. But for you, it's joyful. Yeah, cause because it's connected to people. Exactly. I'm feeding people. Because you change the yeah. script. Yeah. 
So do you can do that in a lot of <gasps> good stuff. Good point. Good point. So, okay. Engage in the moment. This is easier said than done. But put down that list. Turn off your phone and the TV. And when another person walks into your presence, give them your full attention. Because that moment is not going to come again. There's this, one of my favorite songs is this song by Patty Griffin. It's called Long Ride Home. And if you need a moment to cry, go ahead and listen to that song. (laughs) It's so beautiful. But it's kind of just about moments missed. Mm. And those moments just don't come back. So, yeah, when your kid walks in the room, I'm telling you right now as an empty nester, like I can't get enough of my kids. I want them to walk in the room all the time. And I never thought I used would have thought that yeah. back in, uh, say, middle school or, you know, toddlerhood all the time. This, this is another, I mean, this is another way of saying mindfulness, which we just said on our previous Cultivate podcast um, for patients, mm-hmm. being in the moment, mm-hmm. being in the moment. David walked in last night after work, we're having a conversation, you know, like we do. And I realized I was not listening. Sorry. He listens to these. <laughs> I was not listening to his answer. And I had my phone in my hand and I was like, put that thing down, Renee, right now. Yes. I put it down. I flipped it over and I was like, you're listening. Yeah. Engage. Right. And it just takes a second to just remind yourself of that. Yeah, man. So frustrating. Keep doing it. Um, So express gratitude regularly. So get in the habit of doing this with your children, especially when things are difficult. I mean, this is your highs and lows, Bonnie. Yeah. What, what three good things happened to you today? Mm-hmm. Um, if you're standing in the pouring rain, be grateful you have two legs to stand on. <laughs> Many times this ends up being humorous as you're really trying to find something good, which puts everybody in a better mood anyway. Right. The old, it could be worse exercise. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. So focus on the humor. That oh. humor always boosts your spirits. Yeah. And I would say number eight, do some satisfying work. If that doesn't happen to be your day job, that's Okay. Just carve out a minute, your unicorn space, as mm. the, little, the fair play author says, for just you, something that you love, especially if your day is taken up by things that you don't love. Yeah. And silence that inner critic. Take those thoughts captive and send them packing. Yeah. You, you know, as soon as you hear, you know, that, that voice that condemns, that accuses, that shames, Mm, that's not ever God. Mm-mm. God does not condemn, accuse, or shame. He convicts, but um, don't don't think that every thought you have is just your own. You know, there's there's spiritual forces at work as well, and we have all our history and our baggage. Sometimes it is us. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's just that bad upbringing. It's your mom's voice in your head or your dad's voice in your head. You know, silence that too. Yeah. Again, go back to those I am statements. Who are you? Yeah, hit that on, put that on replay, mm-hmm. just in your house. Mm-hmm. So enjoy the simple things. This go- was one of my favorite. It goes back to gratitude. One of the best things ever is eating a warm summer peach that just, the juice runs down your chin. You have to eat it over the kitchen sink. I love that. Or when you have soft, clean sheets, when you're just bone tired. Oh, that's so good. Mm. You hug your big kid when they come home from college. Your little baby belly laughs or you get the sun on your face. Any of those little things. Those are moments of what the spirit is saying. Look what I gave you. Look what I gave you. And you can't help but feel joy. Some of those. I hope. I think we have it recorded. But I hope. Emma, talking to you if you're listening. When we end a prayer um, with Dottie Lou, we're like, oh, you know, we always say in Jesus name. Amen. And then she goes, oh, yeah. I love (laughs) that. (laughs) <laughs> makes me so happy to the core of my being. 
And I want to put that on replay. Oh, you totally should. <laughs> so, you know, she's she doesn't do it every single time. And what are we going to like record every single prayer? I think we need to because I need that in my life. <laughs> That's awesome. Forevermore moving forward. One day she'll actually say amen and then I'll be sad. So, all right. Find something to marvel at. Uh, look for the awesome in life. This is generally accomplished by, well, you, Bonnie. You go outside. Oh, I love to go outside. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For me, I mean, I love, I do love to cook. You're right. I mean, I love to sit there and meth- like methodically chop up vegetables yeah. and just think about the farmers who put those seeds in the ground and grew that food. It's hard. I've tried it. <laughs> That's a miracle, that two-pound bag of carrots sitting on my counter. <laughs> You're right. Um, you might be reading about something amazing or, you know, watching the... Was it Blue Planet shows mm-hmm. together? Those the, are awesome. Houston loves those. Those are amazing. Yeah. Um, anything narr- narrated by David Attenborough is likely to make you marvel at the universe. And that just gets us out of our own little space. You realize. For just a moment. Yeah. What else is out there? And you're yeah. in a tiny little world. Yeah. Kids are so awesome at this. Mm-hmm. Aren't they? Mm-hmm. They're the greatest teachers. So true. Like, what's better than bubbles? <laughs> or like squatting down in the grass and looking at a single blade. Yeah. Like really, really up close. I know. Um, and then animals are put here to remind us to have joy. Yep. It's part of our of our stewardship work of creation, and it is a joy. If you've ever watched a dog just roll in the grass, you know, mm-hmm. not a carrier in the world. He doesn't care. He's bringing that stinky stuff in your house. Listen, if I can talk to my <laughs> plants and help them grow, I, I figure I can talk to... I was talking to Hazel yesterday. Hazel... You're such a good dog. I'm so grateful to God for him putting you in my life. I figure it helps her too. Yep. If it helps my plants. It helps all of us. Yeah. And it helps me. You're right. Yeah. So take a cue from your kids and look for moments of fun or silliness, which for some personalities who tend to be a little more melancholic, this can be really hard, but do it anyway, because you fake it till you make it. And when you put your body in these situations, it tends to affect your brain that's the obedience effect dance in the kitchen have a silly string war in the backyard do something fun yeah i know as moms a lot of times we think silly string clean up more clean up that's why you do it outside (laughs) (laughs) right but yeah yeah you to surrender to the moment is it do it do it moms it's good for fun um yeah which brings to mind something you did a few years ago can you walk us through your t-rex phase bonnie (laughs) Yeah, so what was oh, going gosh, on in your I heart? I remember when this was happening. It was a few years ago, but uh, there was a lady on that went viral. She around Christmas time had bought a Chewbacca mask. Do you remember this? No. You can Google it. It's on YouTube everywhere. But anyway, she bought it not for her children but for herself. And she's in the Target parking lot trying on this Chewbacca mask, and it makes these sounds. And she's just hysterically laughing. <laughs> at, she's so amused with herself, and I just loved it. So. <laughs> Fast forward, I see uh, this giant inflatable T-Rex costume, and I'm like, okay, that's for me. That's That will be, I will be having one of those. Thank you very much. So it gets delivered, and over the course of the next few years, like anything I can think of, I'm going to, I go out in public mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in the T-Rex, like we've read at Barnes & Noble in the children's corner. I'm reading dinosaur books. <laughs> um, we've gone rock climbing. We've been on boats. We've been to the beach. We've been as T-Rex, right? Uh, we went to Krispy Kreme and got some free donuts. Um, and people were like, should we be concerned? <laughs> like, are you mentally okay? But it was because I guess I was at a lull in life and there wasn't enough fun 
So mm-hmm. I just made my own. Mm-hmm. And I completely mm-hmm. embarrassed all of my family, mm-hmm. which made it even better. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, it was just it was just a fun thing to do. No, and for me, I was like, oh yeah, this is why we're friends. For sure. <laughs> it it secures, this seals the deal. It has no logical sense <laughs> at all, but it was I, it made me happy. So Oh, so good. So Three Dog Night has a has a song about joy, Bonnie. Yeah, it's just better than Joy to the World. You know that. <laughs> joy to the world. All, All the boys, boys and girls. <laughs> joy to the fishes in the deep blue sea. Joy, joy to you and me. Who cannot sing that? Now, the rest of the day, you're going to have it's that in your so head. so good. And if y'all don't know it, because you were born in like 1994, you need to go find it on Spotify. It's a good song. <laughs> it is. So I just wanted to wrap up with one of my favorite verses on joy. It's kind of been rattling around in my brain here lately. It's from Isaiah fifty five twelve. You will go out in joy and be led forth in peace. The mountains and hills were, will burst into song before you, and all the trees of the field will clap their hands. I love that imagery. Out west, there's this kind of tree called a winking aspen, mm. and the leaves flutter. I, I guess someone like winking yeah. your eyes, but I'm thinking the, this verse. Oh, clapping their hands. Yeah, the trees of the field will clap their hands. I love that image. Beautiful. And so John Piper says, okay, let's just unpack this first. You will go out and enjoy you. Who is you? Mm-hmm. Well, he's talking to the person that in verse six, who seeks the Lord while he may be found and calls upon him while he's near. In verse seven, it's the wicked person who forsakes his way. And the unrighteous person who forsakes his thoughts, the people who run to the Lord for mercy and pardon. In verse one, it's the people who come to the water because they're thirsty. In other words, the you is the person who feels the need in her soul, who hears the voice of God offering refreshment and nourishment and exhilaration and seeks the Lord while he may be found, calls upon him while he is near, drinks from the fountain of life, receives mercy and pardon for all our sins and trust in the triumphant promises of God that his word will accomplish what he purposes and prosper in the thing for which he sends it. Mm. We have a beautiful, secure future that is a part of our deep abiding joy. He and promises that future, us. That future is that we will go out in joy and be led forth in peace. Yes. Like put that little verse right there, Isaiah fifty five twelve, on your refrigerator. We will, will be happy. And nature one day will be forth and I will be a gardener, Bonnie. <laughs> <laughs> don't laugh <laughs> I want to be there for that please <laughs> yes oh so listen moms God is planning for you to be happy forever he's planning for you to live in peace forever he's planning that the good and beautiful things in his creation will be preserved for our exhilaration forever and ever and ever and ever mm-hmm. so be joyful mm. don't you want a home filled with joy I mean this is the thing I was pondering as my kids got like the awkward middle school years. I really wanted our home to be a place where that it was safe. It was a safe place full of love and joy, a place that they were drawn to, not a place they had to come back to because they mm-hmm. couldn't buy their own house and pay their own rent. Mm-hmm. That, that, it, that was my responsibility to set that tone. And yeah. that's not my normal disposition, Bonnie. I don't know if you knew that about me. <laughs> Joyful? Joyful and gra- gracious and full of gratitude. Yeah, that was sheer force of discipline and will and God's grace of his Holy Spirit bending me. Hmm. I'm not silly and fun and I don't, I, that's in prayer. I skip over the gratitude parts. I have to go back and go, oh, wait, wait, what am I thankful for? I go straight to the help these people. 
uh, parts. So, you know, you can do it. If I can do it, mom's sort of pretty good. You can do it too. There you go. Okay. Well, that just shows. So also find a friend who's not like you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. T-Rex lady. And, and go do something fun with them <laughs> out of your comfort zone. Yeah. I mean, really lean on, on other people to help fill in those gaps. We can't, we're not all perfectly well-rounded. We're not supposed to be actually. We're each part of Christ's body. That's you right. Know, fingers don't do what knees and elbows and noses do. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we all need each other. Mm-hmm. And we're more joyful together. More the merrier. That's why they say that. True. <laughs> True. Even for the introverts. Oh, yes. Okay, I admit. Okay, so we're going to have all these links to your awesome scriptures in the John Piper sermon that you mentioned yep. in uh, on our website. Just and the Three Dog Night song. Yeah. <laughs> and that. <laughs> on our website at justaskyourmom.com. And you can connect with us, please, on Facebook and Instagram. Take five seconds to rate and review the podcast and share it with your friends and family. Y'all, you, did you see the post? We just passed 20,000 downloads. Yeah. That's so woo, exciting. Woo. And send us your topic suggestions. We need them with the new year coming around the corner. Just ask your mom podcast at gmail.com. And we'll see you next time on Just, just Ask, ask your, your Mom. mom.